0: Hi there this is Pam Ostrowski and welcome to another session of Power Words Power Profit. Now you have the worksheet in front of you either you've downloaded it or you've double-clicked on it and this is kind of a review with a little bit of annotation on my part of the worksheet. So our focus on this module is really about attracting agents and how do you do that. So I always like to refer back to the book Good to Great by Jim Collins because this particular quote really resonates with the concept of building a really strong, productive team. You have to get the right people on the bus. If we get the right people on the bus and the wrong people off the bus, then we'll figure out how to take it to someplace great. And ultimately, That's our biggest challenge is making sure that we're very clear about what we're looking for in the qualities and the characteristics of an agent that you want to attract. That will help you with writing your Facebook ads or any other marketing materials and even with your conversations with individuals. You can ask them certain questions that help you get a feel for whether this person's a good match for you and your existing team members. Take a look at this Agent Attraction Action System. <laughs> You'll see if you can say that three times fast. So we start off with identifying. So first of all, identifying the qualities, criteria, characteristics of the individuals that we would like to draw to us. And um, again, I mentioned this in some other videos. This is very much like dating. You have a list of, well, I like this quality, but I don't want that quality. We all do that, right? Well, the same is true when you're building a team. You don't want... You know, necessarily somebody who's, you know, um, a high producer or somebody who's uh, has a reputation for doing a lot of low volume homes, but in high high volume, you have to think about it, and and we don't want to just default to oh that person's really successful. Well, they may be about to retire, or maybe there's something else going on in their lives that that changes that. So it's really important for you to understand who you're looking for before you go off and try to do the next step, which is to attract them. Now, attraction actions include things like Facebook ads, uh, videos, um, a drip email campaign. I use the word drip, but um, it's actually an email campaign where you're providing them with value on a regular basis. And it's a campaign because typically you want to automate that so that you're not spending time trying to track it. We have great tools these days. Whether you're using uh, BombBomb.com and including video, uh, or doing it just through email, um, Top Producer is another one. Wise Agent. There's a ton of, of uh, automated email systems out there. So we, that's a different topic. Uh, but, but the key here is is that you want to show that person why they should stay in touch with you. It's not just about the brokerage. You don't want to just inundate them with information about your brokerage. You want to build a relationship, a personal relationship, because this has an opportunity to even just turn into a referral relationship, even if it doesn't work out as a recruiting relationship right off the bat. Now, discuss mutual benefits. In other words, not just what's in it for them, but what you're expecting from them. So why would would they come on board and how would you benefit and how would they benefit? So they understand that this is a two-way street. Then you sign them on. And then there's onboarding uh, of you know the you know part of the processes of of how your brokerage functions, and then how do they onboard with real estate tasks? You know how do you do your paperwork and that type of thing? What software do you use to log all of that information? And then nurturing them, helping that individual be successful. And that's kind of where Power Words, Power Profit comes in too, because a lot of people, as real estate agents, don't have a marketing background. So I'm using my 30 years of experience to give these folks templates and video templates and scripts and tips and everything that you need in order to market in the way that works today. So it's important uh, to emphasize that because the way marketing used to work five years ago is extinct. So 10 years ago is, is you know gone the way of the dinosaur. So it's really important that if you're, if you're doing some things um, that are very antiquated, we want to stop those. Some things still very much work like handwritten cards. Those are always an important part of showing your personality. But then there's other ones uh, like one do we just doing one postcard with a bunch of text all over it cl- talking about you know how an agent has experience and, and how important they are and how good they are at what they do. That's not the way we work anymore. So... These are the, the steps, identify, attract, discuss benefits, sign on, onboard, and nurture them. Help them be successful. Now, I want to point out one thing that you'll hear in Power Words, Power Profit. This isn't college football, baseball, hockey, uh, or college in general. We're not recruiting agents. That's recruiting to me sounds like we're trying to do a hard sell and buy these people. And that we're really trying to pressure them into, we're giving them an offer and, uh, you know, they may turn us down. Well, that part might be true, but isn't it more important for us to attract them? In other words, build a relationship and, and maybe talk about their brokerage, talk about your brokerage, and see if it's really a good match that they are attracted to the brokerage on their own. You don't need to do a sales pitch. So... Let's talk about the criteria first. What kind of agents do you want on your team? Now I'm going to go through this fairly quickly because I want to make sure that you take a chance to take a look at your worksheet on your own, but what kind of agents do you want? Do you want independent people or do you want people who are very collaborative? Do you want driven people, motivated people? They're all about, you know, selling, um, you know, 30 to 50 uh, transactions or doing uh, 30 to 50 transactions in a year uh, with a minimum sale value, home value of $350,000. Do you want experienced people, agents? And so the question is, you know, you have to define that. What does experience mean to you? Is it five years or 30 years or both? What about team orientation? Is it important that they like to collaborate or is it okay if they're very independent and they can do their own thing? Do they need to understand um, how to learn computer software pretty quickly and understand that they're going to be using their computer for day-to-day operations, uh, not just as a way to use email? Um, Do they they need to have excellent communication skills or good marketing and sales skills? These are all qualities, and this is a short list, um, of, you know, who, who you want on your team. So circle those, highlight them, add your own, but understand that you attract The individuals, once you can imagine what they're like. So what kind of owner, if you have a broker owner or teams that you want to attract, that's the same thing. Are they in the top five? Um, Some brokerages, you know, there's a good percentage of them um, that are just barely making ends meet. You know, is that a prospect if you wanted to recruit a team? Um, Is it a, a, you know, do you want to work with a broker owner who's looking to exit? so that you can bring on the team. You know, it's a matter of figuring out whether you want to work with boutique brokerages. So all of those things are are things that you need to consider before you write a single ad or meet with a single agent. Okay, so that's the very first step. Next, you're going to love this one, be more interesting than a blade of grass. What does that mean? So (laughs) um, a lot of times we tend to, when we're talking about agent attraction, we get a little too excited. So we start selling. Oh, let me tell you about this and then we can do that and then when we do that and, and it's really cool when this happens and and we meet every week and we do this and and in the, the challenge with that is is that the person is one, overwhelmed with information and details. Two, although your enthusiasm is exciting, it's going to sound a little bit like you're selling and they have to sit and listen. And that's not a good vantage point for you to be at. So based on who you're targeting, find out what's interesting to them. Remember, this is about them and how they benefit, not about you and your feelings towards your brokerage. And the flip side of that is is that you also want to be sure that you're listening to their responses, meaning that if they're not interested, they're not interested. And that doesn't mean that you stop communicating with them or you stop meeting with them to talk about the real estate industry. It just means that right now, means not now, which means, you know, it, it could be tomorrow, it could be next week, it could be next month, it could be next year. One of the biggest mistakes I've seen agents uh, do in uh, agent attraction is that they get offended. Well, you just don't understand it. I don't understand why you wouldn't, wouldn't join the brokerage. Well, the problem with that is clearly that you've damaged the relationship at that point in time because you don't feel that this person understands you. This is not personal, guys. This is, this is about helping people understand the value of your brokerage and educating them and then keeping in touch with them. There's no sales pitch in this whole thing. There's no push. There's no, here's all the benefits. They should be able to go to your brokerage's website and see those. What, what they need is somebody that they feel that they can confide in and have a business discussion with. So once you've established some rapport, You could say something like, I'm a curious business owner, may I ask you my favorite question? And, of course, they'll say yes. If you could change one or two things about the way your business runs today, what would they be? So now they get a chance to talk. As they respond, rather than you say, oh, we have that, we have that, here's how it works, right? Because now you've just interrupted their story and you've made it about you, not about them. Catch yourself, we all do this, by the way, so this isn't a personal criticism, it's just... We as humans tend to get really excited and we interrupt people. Uh, So the idea here is that you would stop and say, well, tell me more about that. Or if they answer very briefly, well, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. That's a good question. Okay, well, can we explore it? Uh, Don't let them shut you down in that respect. Always be prepared to say, well, you know, let's talk about that further. Or "Can, can can you tell me more? I'd be interested in hearing that. So it's about having a conversation with them where you're pulling information from them. Now, many of you are interested in recruiting or or attracting uh, broker owners, so entire teams of people. Well, typically, you're going to want to know what question goes with which responses. So when they say, I'm interested in lowering my costs, and so your start to the conversation, when they, after they say, well, you know, I'd say my top things are lowering costs. I'd really like to be able to retire. I don't want to be doing this when I'm in my 70s. So these are the questions on the, the, in, what their interest is or what their desired state is, is on the left. And then the question to start the conversation is on the right. I'm not going to go through all of these, but I will go through one of them. Uh, usually lower costs for a broker owner and more time away from the business are the top two that I've seen. So if it's lower cost, you can say, well, what's keeping your costs up now? What would you say are your top two major expenses? And they're going to, of course, say bricks and mortar most likely. Um, And then you can start and say, well, you know, what's your plan for, you know, fixing that problem? And see where they go. And depending on that, you may or may not have an answer for that. But again, remember that your job is not to have the answer. Your job is to listen and have a really good business conversation, to almost coach them on how to get to the right solution for them, the right brokerage answer for them. Now another one is the more time away from the business. And so you might say, well, what's your plan to get your life back? You know, I totally relate to it. You know, I've been there. I've managed to figure out my way back You know, get my life back and spend time with my family and friends more. Um, Or maybe it's to earn a lot more money, whatever your goal is. So ask them, what's the plan? You know, oh, I really haven't thought about it. Well, what would be the first step, right? So you can see how that conversation has turned into more coaching by asking questions versus you having all the answers. That's the mistake we make when we get too excited about agent attraction. Now, if you're just going to attract individual agents, you know, again, find out what's important to that agent. Ask them what they'd like to change in their business. Now, it might be a work environment, technology, whatever it might be. Um, You might do uh, a Craigslist ad or a Facebook ad. They would say something like, and I'm using eXp Realty here as an example, but would you love to have freedom from your Realty office and its expenses? So did I. That's why I joined, in this case, eXp Realty. Want to know more of my reasons? Let's talk about getting you your freedom. And then your name and then the phone number. Now, I would actually advise um, that you put in here uh, talk or text, so give me a call or text me at, so that that's more of a call to action. So I'll probably correct that. Uh, in the worksheet, but it's important for you to always have a call to action. So asking them to do something at the end of a, um, a, requ- of a at the end of a promotion of something, or a paragraph, uh, or a um, ad, or or even a post in Facebook. Um, so an attraction action would be using 45 to 90 seconds of video. Now you can either do it of you if you like to be in front of the camera. Um, Or you can create a whiteboard video. And actually right now, (laughs) I I emphasize right now um, because things change from month to month, it seems. Uh, Whiteboard videos are scoring higher open rates than any other type of video. And whiteboard, that's because they're entertaining. And, And if you don't know what a whiteboard video is, think about that UPS commercial where the person was drawing the UPS trucks and showing the different carrier routes and that type of thing. Um, So whenever possible, you want something that's under two minutes, preferably, 45 to 90 seconds is ideal, and and that it's something that they're going to find entertaining and valuable. So those are two examples of things that you could do, whether it's an ad, a Facebook ad text, or a video. Now, let's talk a bit about the roots of successful attraction. The challenge is that we as human beings tend to get anxious and excited whenever we're meeting with somebody because we've explored in our minds, boy, if this works out, this would be so cool. And, and you're excited because you're excited about your brokerage. But the important thing is, is it's just like when you work with buyers and sellers. You've got to, you know, make sure that they're doing 70% of the talking and you're doing the listening and talking only 30% of the time. So an attraction action would be to build the relationship first. And I mentioned this earlier. The more you try to pressure someone for a decision, the more they're going to resist. That's the bottom line. Um, Even if they know it's the right thing to do, if what you say makes a 100% sense, totally logical, this is the move I should make, they're not going to do it because you're pushing them. Most people don't like to be pushed. And I, th- I think we can all raise our hands. We're not, we don't like to be pushed either. So present the information, build the relationship, act as a consultant. You are, you are a brokerage consultant. You're somebody who helps them on their path. And, and that helps you change the mindset a little bit too. So your speech and your language. Now, I've provided, um, or will be providing if, if I haven't already, um, scripts and talking points. So you'll find that um, in the next lesson. Uh, but it's really, you know, phone and networking events. What do you say? How do you say it? and When do you say it? And I want you to do that. I want you to promise you're going to do this. So everybody, you know, scouts honor. Um, I want you to read those scripts out loud. Modify them so they sound like the way that you speak. Or make, create uh, talking points, some bulleted uh, points, uh, so that you're comfortable. And then make sure, of all things, if you're doing something like uh, a Facebook ad or a blog post or a post at all on anything, um, make sure that you proofread because spelling errors are indicative of someone who's lazy uh, unfortunately, um, and of someone, because computers, you know, proof all this stuff for us, so um, is, is lazy and doesn't have attention to detail. So uh, an agent who values detail and values accuracy will turn around and say, I don't want to have anything to do with this person because they don't even care enough to, have, you know, proofread or have uh, a text editor proof their, their spelling or their grammar. So that's really important. Uh, I cannot emphasize that point enough. Okay, let's talk about your writing. So thank you notes, handwritten thank you notes, are absolutely the best way to make a great impression. Thank them for their time when you meet them. Uh, This can be after a networking event. Uh, I know that you're dying to say, oh, but what if I sent them an email? Well, you could. You could also send them a text message. That would be even shorter, wouldn't it? So think about... The fact that this is about them and you're trying to impress them so let's go back to the dating analogy if you were trying to impress someone would you send them a text message and say hey you know thanks for getting together would you send them an email and say it was such you know a wonderful thing to have met you or would you rather if you're on the receiving end wouldn't you rather get a thank handwritten thank-you note that this doesn't have to be war and peace guys just a couple of lines that says it was a pleasure meeting you I found your Comments about whatever spot on. I look forward to grabbing a cup of coffee with you soon That's all you have to write three three sentences. Keep it simple emails Okay, this is huge another another huge point. I have seen emails that make me cry from real estate agents Um, I have over 2,500 hours coaching hours with real estate agents, so I've seen a lot of emails and I've, I pretty much have seen War and Peace and huge paragraphs. So just as an aside, and you've, if you've gone through other modules, you'll have heard this, the no paragraph should be longer than three and a half lines and then start a new one. That means giving up on the whole, um, gee, if I change topics, I, I need to wait until I change a topic to start a new paragraph. We are all about readability today. How fast can I get through this information? So if you notice in um, in this document, um, these are all three lines. So there's nothing overwhelming. Now if you get down here, this is a bit overwhelming. It's just past three and a half lines and you see what I mean? That's a big block paragraph. Who's going to read that? So you want to keep the email short. Include a link with information that will be valuable to them and, and if you possibly can, take that information and put it on your website. You can do a create a hidden page so that it's not part of your menu structure. But that way they can go to your website and they can check it out and they can kind of get more familiar with who you are. You're, again, you're still in the rapport relationship building stage here. You haven't had your, uh, another call with them. So when you send these emails, be very, uh, av- avoid the, the tendency to want to over-explain things. What we use email for today is to cheat. And what I mean by that is that rather than meet with a person, we would rather write three pages of here's all the reasons why you need to join my brokerage and then, you know, include your signature and say, I look forward to speaking with you soon. Well, you know what? That email is not going to get read. So don't even waste your time. That's exactly what it is. It's a waste of time. This is about iterative multiple Emails and and phone calls and thank-you notes or or a little card Whatever it is that just touches base with this individual remember you're a stranger And there's no reason for anyone to trust you at this point now Your audience Will check you out so your prospects whether they're buyers sellers or agents in this case um, They're going to go look for you on Facebook uh, so you might as well go look for them on Facebook after you meet them and make a friend request. This way you get to know them better through their Facebook ad, their, their Facebook posts, uh, and their page. And the same will be true of them. So make sure that your Facebook page doesn't um, cover the top three uh, controversial topics, and I think everybody knows which those are. So this way you can determine more about whether this person's a good match for you and your team and your brokerage. On your website, you want to look approachable. Um, the headshot is not an approachable shot. It's uh, was from the 90s before social media, and anybody with a headshot, which is probably 90% of agents right now, doesn't differentiate themselves. It's really hard to remember which brokerage a person's with when all you've got is a headshot. So the way that you can differentiate yourself is show you have a picture of you inside a home, meeting with people, uh, looking at a brochure with them, something like that, but you need to look different. Um, And then uh, on your website, you also just want to have two paragraphs, no more than three three and a half lines or three sentences about who you are. So this one's even a little bit long, but you could say, I help people just like you. So what they're doing is they're finding out how do you market yourself? How does your brokerage help you market yourself? That's what that agent's doing now when they're reading your website. So keep that in mind that it's not just buyers and sellers that look at your site. They're looking to see, you know, well, is this different? Is this going to be any different than where I am today? And your only proof of that is things like websites, right? And, and perhaps um, your conversations and how you speak about your brokerage. So... They would see. I help people just like you find the perfect home or sell your current home, keeping the experience as speedy and stress-free as possible. If you want to check out homes with someone you can trust who has experience, email or call me and we'll talk about next steps. So it's friendly, it's cordial, it's a different way, rather than saying, I have 10 years in the luxury market and have worked in the following neighborhoods, you know, usually you see this very sterile language on websites, real estate websites, and the same is true even on Facebook posts when it comes to real estate and MLS, you know, uh, listings and that type of thing, promotion of them in Facebook, Uh, LinkedIn, same thing. So... You have to be approachable these days. You have to be friendly. You have to be cordial. Here's another one. I believe real estate is a people business. Whether you are a buyer, seller, or an agent looking for a better business model and more success, how we work together is important for the process to work its best. So that's basically saying I'm about people and about process. So that's one another way. This paragraph is officially too long. Um, I will admit it, throw me under the bus, Um, but if you're an agent looking for a new environment, so this might be um, a Facebook post on your business page. Uh, If you're an agent looking for a new environment with low overhead and all the benefits, you owe it to yourself to check out brokerage name. We're in the people business, so please reach out to me and email or call or text me with your questions. Those with the most knowledge about their options are the most successful. I mean, you could actually just stop it after the first three and a half lines and use that last sentence as a follow-up uh, post. So you figure out how you want to break these down, but you can see the tone is very different than what most what you'll see from most agents. Now, I don't know if you have a blog or not. It's always a good idea. Face, um, not Facebook. Uh, LinkedIn now has LinkedIn Pulse, and you can write a few paragraphs. You don't have to write a lot. And um, as a little tip... On writing you don't actually have to type a lot of people feel like well you know I spell slow I don't spell well and I'm a slow typist and you know those excuses going on, on the beauty of this is that you can um, use the microphone so I have a headset on uh, Google now has a Google voice feature and so you would go into Google Docs and under tools it's it's voice to te- voice to text And you can either put your headset on or you can just use the speakers or the microphone from your computer. And you start talking and Google starts typing in your Google Doc. (coughs) Excuse me. So how sweet is that? You don't have to even type a thing. Now you may need to go back and uh, check it out. But you can go ahead and check for any typos and that type of thing. You always want to proof this stuff anyway but it will save you tons of time because you probably are more comfortable speaking than you are typing so with your blog with your blog although it's primarily for buyers and sellers a blog shows you're active and committed as well as informed you're someone an agent can trust. So again, you have to think about this a little bit differently. When they're looking at your website, they're looking to see if you're someone they can trust to have a business conversation with. It's not about you you know, necessarily selling them a house, but it's about showing what your brokerage, how they help you market yourself. So target market you, and your blogs, you need to be very clear about who you're focused on, um, you, your blog, a blog will supply you with four or five Facebook posts, so it shows that you know how to leverage uh, information. Uh, and you can, of course, name drop for SEO, so a uh, neighborhoods, buildings, restaurants, and attractions names. And then if you're stuck on what to write about a blog, here's a couple of, of links here that you can just click on um, by scrolling over them in the worksheet. And basically what that does is it shows you some things that I think there's over 100, yeah, 101 topics. So there's 201 topics right then and there. So what that does is this flushes out your website so that you look more impressive, not just the buyers and sellers, but attracting agents. They want to see how you're different than than their existing brokerage, and this is one way to do that. Advertising. So you want advertising to be personal. The latest and greatest um, success with um Advertising tends to be through social media. I'm a big fan of Facebook because I know that I can target it right down to exactly who I want to talk with. Um, and I know how to use it. <laughs> so you'll hear me talk about Facebook probably more. Twitter ads have been successful with a lot of people if you like to tweet. If you have a reputation on Twitter. And that takes a while to build as you know many of you know. So Facebook's much easier in my mind to do that. I don't, I don't tweet as much as I um, Facebook post. And then, of course, there's LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest. It just depends on it, when you're in a visual type of job like real estate where you want to show pictures of homes and dogs and flowers and, and weather and views and all that type of thing, then Pinterest and Instagram might be the way to go as well. So let's talk about what do you put in these ads. It really doesn't matter whose ad it is. So own your real estate success. Now in reality, we're all the own are the architect of our own destiny. So they already should know this. But it's a powerful statement. It says, hey, you own your real estate success. Okay. And then you want to use a graphic showing success or you know, a better life. You can use videos, a video of you, a video of a group meeting, agent testimonials as to why they've joined, right, which is always handy. Uh, videos are easier to do in, in that respect, to so use somebody else's words. Um, you'll want to make sure that you include your brokerage and email address because, um, or a text message because the beauty of that is is that they are more likely to reach out to you when they don't have to talk to you. Have you noticed that? <laughs> um, everybody lets their phones go to voicemail anymore because it's, it's, uh, it keeps us from feeling awkward, especially when somebody wants something from you, which is almost everybody's phone calls these days. So that's why you want to make sure that you give them an avenue for reaching out to you that doesn't involve actually talking to you live, at least initially. Once they've looked at your Facebook page and your posts and they get to know you a little bit better online, then they're much more likely to answer your call or to reach out to you via the phone. So where do you look for agents anyway? Well, in in reality, you probably know a lot of them already. However, if if you've read the book um, by Bob Bodine, The Power of Who, Good for you, it is an awesome book, it is easy to read, and it is, in my mind, the fastest way to success, because what he talks about is going to your who, the 80 to 100 people that you know, who know you, because those are people that are friends, family, they're from your kids' schools, uh, business associates from the past, title agencies, mortgage companies, home inspectors, the list goes on and on, but they're all people you've interacted with, and all you have to do is go to them and say, "Who do you know that um, you know might might be interested in having a conversation about brokerages and and what's working and what's not working?" You don't have to say that you're looking to who's looking to leave their brokerage because. That's not the way that people want to disclose information. So you want to basically say, you know, please, you know, I'd love to love to meet more people. Now, if you're new to real estate, you have the perfect reason to meet other agents because you're trying to learn more about the industry and what works and what doesn't work. So you could easily reach out to anyone and say, hey, I'm new to real estate. I'm with um, your whatever your brokerage name is, and say, I would love to talk with you or I would enjoy buying you a cup of coffee or it would be my pleasure to buy you a cup of coffee if I could ask for your help and advice for 30 minutes. Notice how I said that. I would enjoy or it would be my pleasure to buy you a cup of coffee so you're giving them something so they'll give you something in return. Give them a time frame because usually if, it's, if you're a talkative individual, this could last for two hours. Set the time frame and say, could I just uh, ask for your help and advice and perspective uh, for 30 minutes? Okay, so that makes it very approachable. And it doesn't matter whether you're a new agent or not. You should always quantify the amount of time you're asking from someone because they're a lot more likely to say no if you don't do that. Makes sense. If I don't know if something's going to be two hours, I'm going to say no because I'm going to assume it's going to be two hours. Facebook posts. So this is where people know that you're alive and well. If you scroll through anyone's business page uh, on Facebook or if you go to their personal page and you notice that the last post was two months ago, it kind of seems like they're not very active or engaged in building relationships with people. Wouldn't you think that would be a red flag, especially if you're a buyer or seller? But even if you're an agent, it's like, well, this person this person's kind of tuned out. They don't, they don't engage with others, and they don't engage with the community. So why is that okay? Who told them that was okay? Was that their brokerage? So you just start generating questions. So you can post on your personal page about unique, a unique feature of a home, as an example, or neighborhoods you love and restaurants in those neighborhoods that you sell in, anything home-related. Um, you sh- want to show that you're successful so agents are attracted to you and, you're, and that you're friendly and you're approachable, right? So showing those types of things you know, on your personal page and talking about them is fine. On your business page, um, you know, you want to post that you're interested in and building your team is a great way to put it. Um, you don't want to say, you know, hey, we're great. Be, you know, join us now. M- you know, message me now to find out more it it sounds like a used car salesman <laughs> you you don't even know this person and you're already you know, call me now why would i do that so why not say you know point them give them a link to some place where they can learn more on their own and then um if you can capture their information uh, on a website, so you say, I have this research form, you know, here's our benefits or you know, wherever you've sent them, and, and have a, interested in getting a free report on bro- uh, brokerage comparisons, as an example, or the latest NAR report or some, something that's an excerpt that you can just pull from and ask for their first name and their email address. I don't want their company name. I don't want their last name. This is about asking for the bare minimum in order to build a relationship through email. And so by, in the way that you're going to build that relationship in email is by adding valuable information in each email. It's not just, hey, just checking in to see how you're doing and see if you're willing to come and join our brokerage yet. That would be the worst email ever, so don't do that. Um, so back to where do we look, you, can, you know, networking events, uh, former agencies, LinkedIn, boutique agencies, open houses are also a great place to go. You can always drop by an open house, introduce yourself to an agent, swap cards, and um, or take a picture of their card and, and uh, save the paper. And that gives you an easy way to meet them and then say, hey, why don't we grab coffee, you know, after your open house closes or or tomorrow. Remember, keep it to the next Day or two if you want to meet these people because after that one they'll forget you and two they'll get too busy and then it's not important anymore and so if you want more examples of what to say to attract agents and broker owners um, the next section will give you exact scripts on what to say thanks for your time and for your attention I hope you found this valuable be sure to provide feedback you can provide feedback at the bottom uh, at the bottom of any module and um, That way I know what's working for you, and if you have additional questions, I will get that email and be able to respond to you personally. So take care, and I wish you uh, much success in your agent attraction efforts.